This is The Pastor and the Guy Next Door, podcast number 78. Good evening. I'm your host, Pastor Simon Chapel. Now, the other handsome fellow is my neighboring pastor, Jim Drosty. That wasn't. <laughs> well, no more awkward than most of our conversations, yes. probably. But <laughs> all right, um, all right, we're live, uh, dear listener. Uh, this is Pastor Chapel and Pastor Drusty, the other pastor uh, who is who is back, uh, and we're we're glad to have him back. And uh, we are recording this on the afternoon of January the first, so we thought maybe we would start with some. New Year thoughts and observations from perhaps a pastoral, perhaps not, perspective. Because <laughs> whilst we wear a pastoral hat a lot, we don't wear it 100% of the time. No. Well, maybe, uh, maybe you're just <laughs> so spiritual you can never not be pastoral the entire that's time right. you're walking around. Well, that's, I find that's not the case for me. Well, it's, it's interesting you say that because... Um, oh man, you know, because before I was um, before I was a pastor, I was um, a residence hall director. So I lived um, on a college campus in a building with about two hundred college students. And one of the things about that job was when you when you live where you work, you're never off. That's true. You know, you have office hours and you have times where you're not working, but, you know, when there's a maintenance issue or somebody's being naughty, like, it doesn't really matter what it is. And I think with ministry, it's kind of the same thing. You know, you, you're, that transition, people always talk to me, oh, you know, you know, you need to be available 24-7 as a pastor. I'm like, okay. You know, like, I, <laughs> I did yep. that for six years already, so it... You know, so I, but I, I, I find that it is, I mean, I guess it's appropriate to say this, that there are times when it's kind of nice to take off that pastoral hat and feel a bit more, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. in the official, in the official capacity, you know, I don't think you ever necessarily stop being the pastor, but you're not on 24 7 but you have to be ready to be on or yes yeah. i know uh, of course i'm a bivocational uh pastor so i'm always doing something sure. um, i know some of the f- full-time pastors in our organization uh, a lot of them will take either monday or tuesday monday seems to be the most popular but apparently tuesday is also another day where that's their day mm-hmm. you t- <laughs> it doesn't matter what's happening unless it's the rapture you don't just call the pastor on that yeah. day yeah my day is Friday Okay. So, so be honored that on a Friday see this is so much fun that it's not I would never consider it work to be well, here that's good because I'm not paying you yeah exactly <laughs> So all that back pay I've been expecting for the yeah it's not coming right? yeah yeah so. I made you a cup of tea yeah that's true 
that is know. that is worth it. I, yeah. <laughs> the good stuff as well. Yeah, the, it's the rare, the rare yeah. stock and organic. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have a. Um, getting back to the topic, <laughs> I, I helped us stray quickly. Um, there is a radio personality whose name I will keep secret lest we offend any of our um, listeners. Very well, because I still haven't figured out how to beep out things. Yeah, so, um, but this radio personality always talked about how January 1st is, it's arbitrary that all of the, the celebration of New Year's, New Year's could really be whenever you want it to be. I mean, it's it's January first, I guess, because of the Gregorian calendar. That's when like it starts over. But like, there's nothing we could determine that we want our new year to begin November fifteenth or you right. know, well, August. the Chinese New Year is different than the, sure. the standard Western New Year. The Jewish, Jewish New, new year, year is lunar. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, um, New Year is just an agreed time where we all celebrate the fact that we are still alive on a chunk of rock that went around a star. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, it kind of takes all the fun out of it. But yeah, but no, I, I get it. So that I don't get into it all that much. I mean, I think because culturally... It has so much meaning associated with it. I think there is kind of a a camaraderie or a community feel to, you know, of all the days to do something new or to stop doing something, January 1st does kind of have that association. I, I, I don't... Yes, it's, it's a mutually agreed milestone, yeah. and it occurs once a year. And, and anything, I mean, people's birthdays, some people get very uh, contemplative on their birthday and think about, well, what have I done up since yeah. the last one, and what, what sure. am I thinking will happen for the next one, regardless of where their their birthday falls in, the, in, in comparison with New Year. So I think... It's a tendency of human beings, and I think it's a healthy one, to review what has been and contemplate what is coming. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I it's agree. very healthy. I would agree with that. Um, do people need to stay up late and stay awake till midnight? I, I didn't. I th- <laughs> you know, it, yeah, I think the last time, I think... Definitely since I became a pastor, I know I haven't. I think when I was living, when I was working in college, I did. Oh, but you know students are going to stay up to Well, yeah, they're going to be loud until... Oh, no, actually, no, I, I take that back because we were closed. Residence halls were generally closed um, over the holiday break. So it was pretty quiet, actually, on New Year's Eve. Okay. Um, which is kind of nice. So, yeah, you know, we were we were talking before we started recording about the whole New Year's resolution thing, and like I said, I I think year to year there are things that I use the arbitrary January first as a time to start because it's kind of that 
kind of that culturally agreed upon date, so I don't mind it. But I, 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 my concern, and we talked a little bit about this too, that people try to overload, yes. and I'm going to do all of these things starting January 1st, and generally they are things, a lot of it is about weight loss or eating better, and if you try to do too many of those things at once, you will be miserable and you will stop. Whereas if you said, okay, let's start by doing this, and then once I've got that down, then I'll do this and kind of build on it. But, you know, people say, I'm going to eat better, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to exercise. Oh, yes. And it's like, you're not going to do all that. You're going to... New, new year, new me. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to suck it up for like a week because it's the new year. And then all of that initial enthusiasm and adrenaline are going to be gone. And you're going to say, this is awful. And you're just going to yes. throw and, the whole thing off. And that's exactly my objection to New Year's resolutions. I am completely in favor of people upgrading themselves, their lives, their, the, the patterns that they, that they have in their lives, uh, and working on becoming better versions of themselves. I'm... I'm I'm completely in favor of that. Mm -hmm. But you're right, people can overload themselves. Uh, and having said that I reject uh, New Year's resolutions, I actually do start my annual Bible reading process on January 1st. So this morning, uh, my, my body played a trick on me, and I woke up at 5.30, and I'm like, okay... I'm sufficiently awake. There's no point me laying here staring at the ceiling. So I just got up and I went and made a cup of tea and I started reading my Bible. Um, I completed last year's Bible reading a day or two past Thanksgiving. Hmm. Um, now last year I... So in previous, previous years, we're not... The, Prior to last year, I would always try to read the entire Bible, the Old Testament and New Testament. Sometimes I'd go New Testament, Old Testament, just to shake it up a, up a bit. Little because, bit yeah. Hey, why not? Um, but I, uh, for this past year, I said, you know what? I, the Bible's a long book, and <laughs> unless you've got lots of time, which I generally don't have, uh, it's hard to read the whole thing not impossible but it's hard to read the whole thing in a year and feel like you got as much out of it as you mm -hmm. could mm -hmm. so what i did last year i said okay i'm going to read the new testament i gonna read it twice i figured that knowing my reading speed the amount of time i have i could read it twice and not have to rush and mm -hmm. really kind of think about it so some days i would read one chapter other days i would read several chapters but it was always at a comfortable reading speed because, uh, I mean, my wife claims that I read really quickly. And it depends what I'm reading. If I'm reading some fiction or an article on the, the web, I, I rip through it. Uh, some computer science stuff, a little slower. And then the Bible, that's really slow for me. I, I find I don't read the Bible quick because there's so much in there. It's information rich. Mm -hmm. And so I can't read it quickly and feel that I really got everything. Hmm. And I'm sure I don't get everything. But, but I, I, I don't get uh, a, a good amount out of it. So 
reading the New Testament twice in one year was uh, a, a welcome change of pace from the previous year where I read the whole thing. Sure. Uh, and I really felt that I enjoyed it more. This year I'm just reading the Old Testament, so obviously that's going to be more than the New Testament twice, but it's not going to be the whole thing. Sure. And so that's, that's my plan to read that. Um, and this year I'm reading from a chronological Bible. Yeah. Have you read one of those? I have. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've read through the chronological one before, and I like it, so I thought, oh, I'll read that again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do, I've gotten back into, I took a few years off to, from it, but I've gotten back into reading, you know, read the Bible in a year plan, and I'm actually doing a chronological reading, but I started it in... I think September. So I think this morning I just wrapped up the Psalms of David and starting tomorrow I'm going into King Solomon. So okay. um, the things that I do that would start in the new year, I have a, um, it's through, it's through an organization called Upper Room Ministries. They do a, a devotional that they're probably known for the most. But um, they publish a book called um, Disciplines. And it is a, it's a Bible, it's like a Bible, or it's like a devotional, but it's based off of the readings that comprise the the revised common lectionary, kind of that ecumenical body that kind of picked each week for Sunday service. There'll be an Old Testament reading, a psalm response, a New Testament reading, and a gospel. And throughout the year, each week they have a different author who writes reflections in different degrees based off of those four readings, and I really enjoy that. Okay. And then I also... <laughs> I have a church member who got me, made me aware of, um, it's a devotional book. It's called Guideposts. Um, it's, there's a group of like 25 to 30 writers that do, again, a daily devotion. And I think I've heard of that one. Can't you get that as a small well, like a yeah, it, pamphlet thing? You can, or you can get the whole year and it's a hardcover. It's pretty okay. cool. And this, this um, church member gave me one from the year. She, she reads them a little faster than one a day, and she gets done with it. And so she gave it to me. So, so I'm one year behind. So this year I am reading the 2020 guideposts. And then when 2022 starts, I will, I will have gotten the 2021 one. So I'm, I am a year behind. But I am. Then I don't have to pay for it. Not that they're a lot of money. But now she feels like it is her mission to make sure that I have the the old guideposts to to read. So you get the cost offs. Yes, I do. Well, or I could probably also buy them at the church rummage sale because usually people are trying to get rid of their old copies from like 2014 and 2015. But I don't have to. So. True. Yeah. And as I like to tell people, timeless truths are still timeless even the year after. Or... Oh, yeah. You bet. Yeah. I, I, the devotions are still good, even though they're a year old. I, I still find them very interesting. So, yeah. 
But this year I haven't made any, like, you know, like last year I actually made a New Year's resolution to lose weight and I did it. So, you know, I mean, there are times where I will use the January 1st mark because it's convenient. But this year I haven't necessarily, this year I'm going to do this. So, yeah. Very well. Yeah, so I'm trying to think. I don't have any other... Yeah, I, if I know I need to do something, I, I try to work it into what I'm doing sooner rather than, than waiting for any kind of arbitrary date, uh, which I guess has its pros and cons. Um, the 1st of January is, again, a culturally significant... Yeah moment don't you find yourself i do like i'm sitting at home on january 1st watching the news like what's going to be the first big story like you kind of have this blank slate where oh, i'm i'm big storied out there were far too many big stories yeah well that's year. fair yeah 2020 <laughs> kind of burned yeah. us out on that but i'm like i, I find myself wondering i'd like, be okay being bored for a while yeah but like what's going to be the first you know it it's kind of you know, today in the in the world of sports, it's college football and all of that. But I just I find myself wondering, you know, what what's going to happen? Like it's, well, the, it's the Badgers broke their uh, oh jeez, they broke their Duke's the, the, Mayo Bowl, the, the Mayo Bowl trophy. Yeah. Then did you see that he, the quarterback Mertz, tried to fix it by duct taping. A uh, no, jar of mayonnaise uh, to the top uh, of the yeah. I think no, that's a good had, save. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were dancing around with the trophy and he broke it. Oh, uh, yeah, dancing around with the glass trophy. That right. At least it was the Duke's Mayo Bowl trophy and not like the Rose Bowl trophy or the Orange Bowl trophy or something. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. The Duke's. I, I, Mayo I think there Bowl. are too many bowls. It should just be the Rose Bowl and that's it. Well, I don't think you could just have one, but I think they have like. Why not? We have one uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, but you still have fourteen teams that make the playoffs. So you're right. You have one big game. Right. I mean, it, I think over time. I mean, it's gotten to the point now where they have created so many bowl games that you have teams with losing records. That they have to pull in. Now, granted, COVID through all this, this, we can't count this year. But in a normal year... There'll be lots of asterisks in the 2020-21 season. Yeah, there were so the many... Books. Right, there were so many games were canceled and teams couldn't qualify. But, you know, it got to the point where you have like 30-some bowl games. You're trying to pull in schools that don't even have winning records and giving them an exemption because they've got to fill all these spots. I mean, that's just... That's foolishness. I, or they could have had less bowl games. I agree. You know, you don't need the... Oh, Otherwise, I, it's like a participation trophy. Right. Oh, right. You got a 6-6 a six and six team playing a 7-5 and five team. You know, who's watching that besides family and, you know... Yeah, yeah. Not me. Not, not, not me either. <laughs> Well, the answer to all of your questions is money. That's probably why they're playing all of all those bowl games. But probably, <laughs> yeah. 
but it'll look good when they're applying for for jobs after college. Well, and I think a lot of a lot of the teams that are playing like today or because a lot of those guys are trying for NFL positions. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got <clears throat> the teams that are playing today and that will play for the championship. You're figuring at least. Eight to ten of those guys are probably going to be from each team are probably going to be competing for or playing in the NFL. Whereas, you know, I mean, you've got Badgers that are going to play in the NFL, but the guys playing in the Duke's Mayo Bowl probably not so much. But those those top tier bowls, yeah. So yeah. I agree, though. Like you said, I think. Did you, I don't know if you heard the or the you saw the meme about um, the angel Gabriel talking to God and you know essentially God questioning why the angel Gabriel tried to pack like a decade's worth of history into twenty twenty, like it's kind of like God wanted him to put. One year's worth of history, but he thought he said the twenty twenties, not twenty twenty. Oh, so yes. he packed in, he packed in everything in one year. That's kind of what it felt like. We've 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 had our share. Yeah, well, hopefully that means the next nine years of this of this decade will be fairly quiet. We've got it all out of play. I hope not. I hope so. I mean, right. any year where you've got a global pandemic, a presidential election. You know, that, that's a lot to shoehorn into one year. That was more excitement than most of us were ready for. Correct. Yes. <laughs> um, any other things that you do or think of around this time of year? Do you do any spring cleaning? Yeah. You, uh, over the Christmas break, my daughters were sorting through stuff throwing stuff out we've taken several boxes down to the lovely people at goodwill who take anything the, the person always comes out and says would you like a uh, a giving receipt for this I go no just just the extra room in my house i don't want to the, acknowledge that we reward, had it. yeah <laughs> all the reward i need i get more of my house back yeah no <laughs> i you know that would make sense that would be a good benchmark to do that but no i don't um I don't do any cleaning. There's not a lot that comes with with that. Not a lot of habits or anything that, that I do. Most of my spring cleaning I do in the summer. <laughs> I know, whatever. Of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> when else would you do it? Uh, Did you get all your visiting with family done yet? I don't know. Am I allowed to? Am I allowed to say that? We're not supposed to be, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you, you can, hey, on this podcast, you can say anything you like. Yes. Just as long as I don't have to beep it out. Yeah. Um, our holiday visitation was not affected by um, COVID. So for Christmas, uh, we went and visited my parents for Christmas and then for New Year's we spent time with um, my wife's family we went to one of their houses and and so yeah our nothing was reduced or changed I know it was for others but we pretty much did things yeah, the, ours was the same a reduced of course my 
father-in-law lives here in town, so Christmas Day he came over and we hung out. And, um, then my brother-in-law and his family were going to come out, but we had colds and sniffles, so they said, well, we'll come and see you New Year then, give you a chance to take lots of vitamin C between now and then and try and get yourself uh, healed up and, and healthy. So I believe they're coming out to to visit on Saturday. Awesome. Um, she had recently, my sister-in-law had recently had some medical issues so I think we're gonna wear masks when we get together with them they've asked so oh, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, worth price to worth paying to be able to see them Definitely. Uh, so that'll be that'll be nice to, to get together with them um, but yeah other than that I think uh, we we don't normally get together with extended families so just kind of us plus one yeah level out and that's that's all we normally do so i've heard some pretty crazy um I, for the holidays i've heard that a, a member of my church they their their children and their families came to visit and they had christmas on the front lawn so, and that was before all the snow, so it was a little more feasible. So they all got in chairs and bundled up and socially distanced in their front lawn. I thought that was kind of... Well, I suppose if you were to wear you know, snow attire, you could... You could pull it off. You could still do that, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was warmer that week. It, it was, you know, I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't getting down to like the negative ten wind chills that we had at one point, but you know, people were being creative, figuring out how to get together under changing circumstances. Right, in in a way that everyone is comfortable because right. some of us are more comfortable, like yeah, it's all good, and others are like, no, stay away, stay away, <laughs> uh, and you know, hey, everyone's different, so trying right. to find something that is mutually agreeable to everybody is it's worth the effort because mm -hmm. uh, fellowship is good and if you have to you know, kind of be a little bit accommodating that's okay right uh, oh, it's agree. always worth getting together with people I agree because yeah. if this time of year is for anything it's about getting together yes if the Lord thought we were worth getting together with then we should also get together. Amen. <laughs> All right. Um, well, then is I, I think that may cover it for uh, New Year stuff. Yeah. Other than I hope we're we're done with the big snowfalls now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, see, I was snow deprived as a child. This is my story because growing up in Southwest of England, I'm not saying it never snowed, but it, it was rare. It was rare. When we we got a few decent dumps, which seemed pretty big to us back then. But it, you know, now living in Wisconsin, you know, two two or three inches, like really, is that it? Oh, that's hardly worth getting the shovel out for. Um, but it was enough to uh, make everything grind to a halt back in back in England. Um, and there, of course, there was a time I took my wife over to visit my folks uh, on a Christmas, 
and they had a quarter of an inch of just the driest snow you have ever seen. Light and fluffy and dry, and the, the, all of the, the radio and the TV went into complete oh, yeah. alert mode. Stay home, people. Don't travel if you don't have to. And I'm looking out the window going, are we all living in the same universe here? But, hey, that's... That tells you how little snow we normally get in the southwest of England. So right. Well, and I think of um, I think of regions in the United States that don't get a lot of snow. Like I remember news reports in Georgia, where like in, you know, in southern Georgia, if you will, where they get same thing, like you know, a quarter of an inch, and everything shuts down because they don't know what to do with it. You know, they don't have plows, they don't have shovels, so, yes. you know, of course, salt. in their defense, I feel like I'm starting a new topic here, I'm sorry, but um, in their defense, even in Wisconsin, where, like you said, two to three inches is nothing, the first snowfall of the year, we still, even Wisconsinites, still have to, like, readjust to winter driving, and they're all yes. kind of, kind of stupid. And then after that first snowfall, it kind of sets in again, and we kind of realize the common practices. But, you know, I, I think it's fair that there are places, like you said, where if they don't get a lot of snow or they're not used to it, it doesn't take much to shut them down. Whereas here, you know, two to three inches, it's like, well, you know, I guess I'll get the, I guess I'll get the shovel out and, you know... Right. Don't have to get the snowblower out yet or whatever. But <laughs> Yeah, I refuse to get the snowblower out until it's at least two inches. Yeah. It's just not worth it. Uh, unless it's that super-duper heavy, thick, oh, wet stuff. That first snowfall we had this year, was it was kind of that slop kind of was the yeah. initial layer. Yeah, that was not fun. Thankfully, the six or seven, I don't know what the official count was, but I, I think it was probably around seven, at least from the all the driveways and the sidewalks I cleared. Uh, that was thankfully It was pretty dryer. powdery. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it was too dryer, bad. So was, uh, although along in front of the, the church, uh, because it's Highway 23, the plows come through, they use lots of salt, so the slush that gets thrown off the road by the plows is full of salt, so it's, it's very oh. wet. Yeah. And then you have to get to it really quick or it will freeze. freeze. Um, and then, yeah, so we've got a couple of uh, entry points there. And I have to go and keep those shoveled out. Otherwise, people have to walk all the way along the, the block to, to get back onto the sidewalk. And it's mm-hmm. messy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> but enough of such things. Well, okay. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Let's... Uh, let's call that one to halt dear listener we hope that wherever you are the uh, winter is being kind to you and that your new year has started well whether you had any new year's resolutions or not so with that we are out